in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whose we are and whose we serve this day, as we come before the Word of God, we humble ourselves before it. We say this day, we will be that doer of the Word. We'll do what this Word says. We'll accept it as truth, and we'll walk in your ways. Father, this day, we... Do divinely speak out of our hearts and say that the word of God will become more real this day than ever before and in this year to come Father we dedicate ourselves holy and upright before you to walk in your statues and obey your ordinances and Father and walk in the blessings of Almighty God in Jesus mighty name every saint said Amen, Amen. you can be seated turn with me this morning to Hebrews the fourth chapter Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Hebrews, the fourth chapter and the fourteenth verse. Y'all want to study the Word a little this morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise be unto God. Hebrews 4, 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession, or our confession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Now the word infirmities, let me give you the definition of that. It just means the inability to produce results. That's W. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words said the word infirmity means simply the inability to produce results. Have you ever been there? Have you ever not been able to produce the results the Word of God says? Have you ever been to a point that you just couldn't reach out and take hold to the horns of the altar? You couldn't just hold, get a hold to Almighty God sometime. Have you ever been there? Well, blessed be God, we've got a high priest that's been touched with your infirmities. Praise God. He's been touched with you see, it touches God. It touches God. See, for we have a high priest, 15th verse, which cannot, cannot, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now today I just want to talk to you about the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. The sure mercies of David. We're going to tie in these mercies of Almighty God and the throne of mercy. Praise God. When we're talking about mercy now, we're talking about the word kindness. Kindness is involved in this. This is the throne of kindness, the throne of compassion. Amen. Mercy means to be pitiful, pitiful towards and to help. To be pitiful towards and help. To have compassion, to have loving kindness. Praise be unto God. So when he said, let us come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy to help, 
obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. He's saying this, that God is being touched with our inabilities to produce results and showing love and kindness and compassion even when we did not deserve it. Even, that's the mercies of Almighty God. You ever been to the point that you know you didn't deserve this? I mean, if you've, missed God, if you've ever missed God, you've been to the point that you know that you didn't deserve some things. Well, this is the throne of grace that you can obtain mercy when you don't deserve it. Praise God. He invites us to come boldly under the throne of Almighty God. Why? To obtain mercy. Well, did you deserve it? No. No. I mean, even if you've walked upright before God, if you've ever missed it, you're going to have to have some mercy. Amen. So we've got, we've got here a throne of Almighty God in which the Lord Jesus Christ has sprinkled his own blood upon the mercy seat in heaven that guarantees us that we can come before the throne room of Almighty God any, at any time, any time, and obtain mercy, praise God. Turn with me to Ephesians, the second chapter. Turn back to Ephesians. The second chapter. See, mercy will get results when you don't deserve it. <laughs> Ain't that something? Now, what, see, you know, you know where I got this sermon at? I got it up there in that prayer room praying in other tongues. And it come up my heart. Mercy, when you don't even deserve it when you don't deserve it. Have you ever just missed God? Have you ever just been a failure in some point in your life? Have you ever disobeyed the word of the living God and know that you have no right to come to the throne of God and receive from Almighty God? Well, then you've got a mercy uh, throne there. You've got a throne of mercy that you can receive from, praise God. Whether you deserve it or not. How many of you know you now deserve the throne of mercy? You deserve it because of Jesus. Ephesians 2, 1. He said, And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom we also, whom also we all had our conversation in times past, in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy. See, he's rich in mercy. Oh, hallelujah. For his great love wherein he loved us. Love it translates that fourth verse. Whose mercy has no limit, and who was already in love with us. Praise God. When he was a sinner. Now let me read that again, that's good. Whose mercy has no limit, who, all, who was already in love with us. Praise God. That's who God wants, to, wants people to know this, that he's already in love with you. Where, who was he talking about? He's talking about sinners. While you was yet in your own sins. He lo Do you know that he didn't quit loving you just because you got saved? He loves this Christian more than ever now, praise God. 
Can you say amen? You can come when you don't deserve it, when you feel unworthy, when you failed, when you miserably disobeyed. Blessed be God. You can come and find mercy to help in a time of need. How come? Because Jesus Christ has provided that way. Hallelujah. But God who is rich in mercy. You know what rich means to God? That's more than enough. Whatever you need, he's got more than enough of it. Amen. Fifth verse, even when we're dead in sins, hath he quickened us together with Christ, by grace were you saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come, in the ages to come he might show, what's he going to show? The exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. Through the ages to come. I mean, God's going to show you how much he loves you. Through the ages to come, when you get to heaven, throughout age after age after age, what are you going to do? You're going to be sitting around on golden streets? No, God's going to be showing you miraculous things, how much he loves you, how much he cares for you. He's going to show you his tender love and kindness throughout age after age. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. No, we're not going to just be sitting around on golden streets. No, God is going to show us age after age how much he loves us, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. In the Bible, in the Word of God, there's over 300 uh, scriptures that declare our God's mercy. Over 300 scriptures that declare God's mercy. I, I dare say you can find six scriptures in the Bible about salvation. I dare say you can find six scriptures in the Bible that, that, that speaks about the new birth, being born again. But there's over 300 scriptures that tell us about the mercy of Almighty God. I mean, God's trying to get something over to his folks, that he's not mad at anybody, that he loves them, praise God, and he wants to show them how much mercy he can have. Even when they didn't deserve it, he sent his only begotten son into this world, praise God, that we through him could have eternal life. Can you say amen? Have you ever been sick and couldn't receive healing? Have you ever been to a place financially that you couldn't receive a blessing from Almighty God? Well, I'm telling you right now, there's mercy available, hallelujah. Mercy has riches above and beyond anything you can think of. Hallelujah, it's more than enough. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. In the Old Testament, the high priest, you know, it talked... We read a while ago that Jesus was our high priest. In the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, the Jewish high priest would go into the heavenly holy of, I mean into the earthly holy of holies, and he would take the blood of calves, goats, lambs, and go into the holy of holies where the presence of God was and sprinkle that blood upon the mercy seat. Amen? He'd sprinkle it upon the mercy seat. But when Jesus Christ died and was raised from the dead, you know, Mary saw him outside the tomb. And he, she said, touch me not. He said, touch me not. I've not yet ascended to my Father and your Father and my God and your God. 
He was going into the heavenly holy of holies to carry his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves. Hebrews 9 and 12 said, Not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered into the holy of holies to obtain eternal redemption for you. He sprinkled his blood upon that mercy seat and you've got eternal, everlasting, forever mercy available unto you. Praise God. Lift your hands and shout amen. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be God. Blessed be God. Oh, hallelujah. Eternal, everlasting. Have you ever needed mercy? Have you ever been to a point you couldn't receive from God? Well, maybe my faith's not at this point. Maybe I ain't in a shape to receive. Bless God, you can always get mercy. Amen. Amen. Had a friend, had a big camp meeting every year. First day of camp meeting, we showed up in his jaw. Jaw was all swollen up. And he knew faith backwards, forwards, sideways, and any way you can talk about faith. He knew faith. But that man was hurting. He didn't sleep all night long. He hurt all night long. But I tell you what, we went before Almighty God and we cried out for mercy, and mercy got that healing coming into his jaw, praise God. You ever been there where you're hurting too bad to believe God? You're looking at the financial need and it's so big it just boggles your mind. You can't receive. Well, blessed be God, there's a God of mercy that you can reach out and say, Oh, my Father, my Father, my loving Father, my Father of mercy, I come to obtain me some of this mercy. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be God. That's when you can receive. This is part of humbling yourself before the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you. Can you say amen? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, we did have a camp meeting that year too. Praise God. Praise God. One of the things he preached on was mercy. <laughs> he got a revelation of mercy. Got him a revelation of it. The mercy of God. God, I've been so busy. I'm trying to work this out. I'm trying to get up enough finances to pay these speakers. I'm trying to get singers to come in where they can sing. I'm trying to get everything arranged. Man, he done rented a great big tent. Man, I'm trying to get all this worked up. The deacon's going this way and everything. Working up and hadn't had time to get into the work. Jaw swole up. Abscess too. But the mercy of God. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. The mercy of God. He said, come boldly. Not come squalling and bawling and begging. Come boldly. Why not come boldly to the throne of Almighty God? Because it's Jesus' blood. Because of Jesus' blood. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my healing I take. Satan's hold now must break. All because of the blood of the new covenant. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be God. Can you say amen this morning? Hallelujah. 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 Even though mercy is undeserved. You listen to me. Even when you don't feel like it. Even when you know it's undeserved, praise be unto God. You know, uh, uh, David was an example of a man after God's own heart. He said, he's a man after my, my own heart, God said. And you know the story of how David made a covenant with Saul, the king of, of, of Israel's son named Jonathan. And he made a covenant with him, and he said... Whatever I have will be yours, and whatever you have will be mine. And Saul, the king of, 
uh, of Judah and Israel got killed, him and Jonathan. And David became king. And he defeated all the enemies around about. God blessed him, and no man could stand before him in his armies. The mightiest man on the face of the earth. All the nations were afraid of David because he knew the hand of the Lord was upon him. Amen. And he said one day, and he said, is any of the house of Saul left? They said, he had a servant named Ziba over here. He called Ziba and he said, Ziba, is any left in the house of Saul that I may show? The Hebrew word was chesed, the love, the compassion, the kindness, the mercy of Almighty God too, for his sake. I want to show the mercy. Now Saul, see Saul tried to kill David 12 years. His descendants didn't deserve anything. Amen? He was defeated. That, that family was defeated. They were out of power. David was in power. The house of Jesse, they were in power. Praise God. Can you say amen? Now, this man that chased him 12 years, tried to kill him, had everybody running. He had to live in caves. He had to eat, eat showbread. He had to eat anything like, like a scavenger. Now he's in power. Most folks say, is any of them left that I can really get the rest of them? But he's a man after my own heart, God said. Said, is any left? And Ziba said, there's a little crippled boy out in Lodibar by the name of Mephibosheth. He said, get him, that I may show him the mercies of Almighty God that I may show him the kindness of God. Not the kindness of David, the kindness of God. It later became known as the sure mercies of David. But he told him, he said, go find him, I want him. He brought him in, and little Mephibosheth fell on his face, and he said, what am I to thee? I'm nothing but a dead dog. I ain't nothing but a dog. Been out in Lordy Bar. Have you ever been out in Lordy Bar where you couldn't get a hold to Almighty God? I'm telling you right now, the sure mercies of David belong unto the children of Almighty God. And our God can reach out there, bless God, and bring you and set your feet under the king's table. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. So he brought him in. And he said, everything that belonged to Saul. Everything that belonged to jo Jonathan, his daddy, restored unto him. Everything that he had, every single thing, all the land, all the servants he had, restore them unto Mephibosheth. Immediately he became rich. Immediately. Immediately. How many of you know God wants to do that with some latter-day Christians too? He wants to do that with some latter-day Christians. Amen. He wants to do that with them. Amen. And he told him, said, from this day forward, Mephibosheth will not eat food anywhere, but he'll put his feet under the king's table. He'll be as one of my sons, praise God. Can you say amen? This is what we call the sure mercies of Almighty God, the sure mercies of David that belongs unto the church. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They referred to it as the sure mercies of David. Turn with me back to Isaiah, the 55th chapter. 
I want to kind of take it slow where everybody will get a hold of this. Oh, hallelujah. Now listen close to me. Listen close, close, close. Have you ever been to the point that you couldn't buy what you wanted? Have you ever been to the point you couldn't buy what you needed? Have you ever been to the point that you couldn't get your children healed and you knew healing belonged to you? Have you ever desired something from Almighty God and just couldn't get a hold to it? Well, let me tell you something. This mercy of Almighty God, it'll open up a new avenue to receive from God from, praise God. Now listen to him, the 55th chapter of Isaiah. First verse. Said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye and buy. How are you going to buy anything without money? How are you going to do that? Well, you know that that does not make mental sense. We're not talking about mental sense. We're talking about God's sense, praise God. Now he said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, let him come to the waters. He that hath no money, come ye buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Buy it without money, without price. What are you going to spend? You got to have something. Amen? If you don't, you're a thief. Wherefore do you spend money? For that which is not bread and your labors, that which satisfieth not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Praise be unto God. I'm telling you, little Mephibosheth, he's out in Lodi Bar. He doesn't deserve anything. He's a cast off. He's a cripple. He don't have any rights to receive anything, but the mercies of David reaches out in Lodi Bar and brings him in, and my God said, I'll give you a covenant. I'll make a covenant with you, even the Show mercies of David, hallelujah. Can you shout amen this morning? Without money, without price, what am I going to pay with it with? With the sure mercies of David, praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Well, I don't deserve it. I didn't say that you did. Bless God, God said come anyway. Amen. This is mercy. Mercy is when you don't deserve it. Turn to Acts, the 13th chapter, quickly. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. 13th chapter of, of, of the book of Acts, the 32nd verse, 1332, said, And we declare unto you glad tidings, you know what glad tidings? That's gospel, glad tidings. You want to hear something good? I'm going to tell you something to make you glad. I'm going to make you kick the chair over in front of you. Hallelujah. I'm going to make you shout this morning. i got something glad tidings, folks. Listen to him. I declare unto you glad tidings how that the promise which was made unto the fathers 
God has fulfilled the same unto who? Unto us, their children. Amen. See, this is to the children. Amen. Someone said, well, that's written to Abraham. He said, if you are of faith, then you are the children of Abraham. Amen. Hallelujah. If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, God has fulfilled the same unto the children. In that he hath raised up Jesus again, as it also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son this day, have I begotten thee? And as concerning that he raised him up from the dead, now no more to return to corruption, he said on this wise, I will give you the sure mercies of David. Hallelujah. Who did he tell that to? He said this is unto the children. This is unto us. Why? He said, I'll make an everlasting covenant with you no matter when you don't deserve it, no matter when you've missed it, no matter when you've been a failure, no matter when you feel unworthy, come ye to the waters and buy, hallelujah, come ye and buy milk and wine to satisfy yourself because God will give you this new covenant, a covenant with the sure mercies of David, hallelujah. Raise your hands and shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. All glory to God. Hallelujah. You know the story of the Syrophoenician woman from Tyre and Sidon? She did not have a covenant. She had no rights. And she came. Why don't we turn over there? Let's just read that. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Hallelujah. I believe the Lord wants us just to read that. Praise God. Now this Syrophoenician woman had no right. She didn't deserve anything. She was outside the covenant of God. She did not have one right to come ask Jesus for anything. So what did she do? 21st verse, Matthew 15, 21. Said, then Jesus went thence and departed in the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be God. She's crying out for this mercy of David, praise God. She's crying. See, she'd heard this somewhere. She, th those Jews, you know, they got, to, they got to watching Jesus heal folks and everything. And you know what they asked among themselves? Do you see these mercies? This must be the son of David. The son of David. What are they talking about? God mercifully healed. God mercifully met needs. God mercifully set folks free. God mercifully cast out devils out of them. Amen. Amen. This must be the son of David. Oh, hallelujah. And I'm going to make you a covenant with it. Amen. The sure mercies of David will be included. 22nd verse. Behold, the woman came and said, out of the same coast and cried, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word, and the disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. She hollereth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent. I am, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He was sent to Israel. He wasn't sent to the Gentiles. He wasn't sent to Tyre and Sidon. He came as a prophet under the old covenant. Only after his death, burial, and resurrection was it opened up unto us. Amen. Praise God. 
Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread, hallelujah, and cast it to the dogs. Most folks would have left right there. Said it's not. The word dog there that he uses is the word dog that was around the garbage dumps of the cities. A snarling dog. She must have run up there and said, Get out of here and run in her mouth like that. And he called her a dog just like those that had hung around the garbage dump. I mean, it couldn't have been any lower. The Jews considered the Gentiles dogs anyway because they was outside the covenant. 27th verse, and she said, Truly, Lord, yet the dogs, the dogs there means little puppies. She said, she fell on her knees and worshipped him. She said, at least the little puppies get the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Hallelujah. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Praise be unto God. Why was she here? She didn't deserve it. She was outside the covenant. Let me tell you something. You're inside the covenant. You do deserve it. You do deserve the mercies of Almighty God. You do deserve the sure mercies of David. What will it do? It'll buy wine. It'll buy milk. It'll buy your provisions. It'll buy your healing. Praise God. When you don't feel like you deserve it, when you feel like you're unworthy, you've got a God that's already put his blood upon the mercy seat. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know the story of the Roman centurion. You know, he had came, Jesus came down off the mountain and there was a leper came, worshiped him, saying, Lord, if it be your will, you can heal me. He said, I will. Touched him and said, I will. Be thou cleansed. And, and, and there came, and when he entered into Capernaum, there was a centurion came beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant, lieth home, grievously tormented with the palsy. Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. He said, not so, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'm a Gentile. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Have you ever been there where you wasn't worthy? You felt like you wasn't worthy. Felt like you didn't deserve it. Let me tell you something. My God's made another way. Hallelujah. It's the way of mercy under the throne room of Almighty God when you feel like you're unworthy, that you're lower than, than little Mephibosheth, a dead dog, that you feel like you've missed God miserably. Bless God, because of Jesus, I can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. Can you shout amen, somebody? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be God. Blessed be God. Oh, have you ever missed it? Have you ever felt unworthy? Huh? You ever said something cross to your husband, to your wife? Got on your children? Then you need to pray. How am I going to pray? Oh, blown it. Call the fire tire, the prayer tire, anything. I can't do nothing with it. Yeah, I can do something with it because I got mercy. Glory. It's always there. It's eternal. That blood's eternal. It's on the mercy seat. Praise God. It's always open unto me. I can come boldly. Praise God. I know Daddy. Hallelujah. He's our Father. I can go right in and talk to him anytime boldly. Why? Because the blood's on the mercy seat and I can find mercy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even when I don't deserve it. Well, you say you you just going to go in as a sinner and just sin and forget it? No. He said 1 John 1, 9, you know. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us of all our sins 
He's faithful and just to cleanse us from sins and, restore, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, he said in Hebrews 8 and 12, he said, I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness. <laughs> you ever read that? He said, I'll be merciful to your unrighteousness. He said it. Hebrews 8, 12 said, For I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities I will remember no more. Someone said, well, Brother Solomon, that's talking about to the heathen. Don't you know, bless God, our God hadn't lost any mercy on you because you got saved. He's just as merciful to the Christian as he is the heathen. Amen. Amen. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. For I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness. You can get forgiven just like that. Just run right up in the face of God and say, forgive me. Just run right up into the throne room of God and say, forgive me. Yeah, but you don't know what I know. I don't even care. It ain't too big, big for the mercy of God. Yeah, but I hadn't been faithful. Yes, I know it. God knows it too, and he's going to forgive you. He's going to show you mercy. He's going to show you so much mercy as when you ask for a blessing, he's going to bless you too. Oh, he wouldn't do that, would he? Yeah, he's going to do that. If you cry out for mercy, he'll just heal you too. Amen. 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 I knew an old boy one time just got saved, hadn't been saved long, and, and, and he had the foulest mouth you've ever seen on a grown man. And he, you know, he got saved and got filled with the Holy Ghost, done good for about a week or two. And he's out on the job one day, and someone done something, he's running the job, and, and he got mad and cussed. He, they said he did. He, he said he didn't know whether he did or not. He got so mad, you know. You ever been so mad you done something you didn't know? Huh? I have. Before I got saved. I've looked in the mirror many times when I'd be so mad, my head up that bubble. You'd go be dancing in my head. I'd be so mad. I fixed a blow. If you don't watch, you can bring that over in your Christian walk. See? But this fellow, he, 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 he cussed. And cussed all of them out, they said. I don't know what he did or not. Anyway, this preacher went to see me and, and, and knocked on the door. He, was, he, he, he had back trouble. Couldn't hardly, you know, couldn't couldn't hardly walk and the Lord had healed him when he got saved and, and after he'd done cussed and messed up you know he's so unworthy his back went out on him again and he, he's up in the bed this preacher knocked on the door and, and, and he said come on in and he sees the preacher he just covered up his head a grown man grown man covered up his head that preacher got there and fought and finally took the cover off of him and got him up in his arm and said, oh boy, what to cry? And said, he went to crying with him. He just went to crying with him. He told him, he said, God sent me over here. Spoke to him this morning when I was shaving. Said, sent me over him. Said, come over here to restore you. He said, you mean God will forgive me? They said I cussed. They said I done all this. Said I picked up a tube before going to knock him in the head, you know, and all that. Said, God will forgive me. He said, He's going, he sent me over here to tell you, restore you, brother. And said, he said, well, brother, this back trouble's going to come up on me, back on me, and I can't even, can't even hardly walk now. 
can't even go back on there. What kind of example am I in front of those men? He told them, when you get back on the job, you apologize. And he said, Lord, just, just have mercy on him. And, and he, he got forgiveness, and he said, just show him your mercy and healing. And it, he just snapped to him. He said, oh, oh, look at that. My back's healed. My back's healed. Oh, and just jumped up and just danced a jig all over the room there. Praise God. Praise God. That's the mercy of God. Did he deserve it? No, he's going to knock folks in the head with two before. Did he deserve it? He done cussed everybody out big enough to hear it. See? No, he didn't. That ain't got anything to Mercy is when you don't deserve it. Mercy is when you feel unworthy. Mercy is when you can't get a hold of God with your own faith. You can have mercy in faith in the mercy of Almighty God. Can you shout amen this morning, somebody? Hallelujah. 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 Turn with me. Turn with me over to... Uh, 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians, the first chapter. Y'all get anything out of this? I don't know about y'all, but I done preached me happy this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. 2 Corinthians. First chapter. Third verse. Blessed be God, even the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. Do you know what that means? That means he's the Father of mercies. That means he's the originator. You know, kind of like, what's the fellow's name? That's Father of medicine, named, named Father of this, and Father, he's the Father of mercies. He's the originator of this thing. He's the originator. It comes right out of his heart. Your God has a benevolent heart. I mean, his disposition is to show favors. His disposition, that's where he's disposed. He's not looking. You remember the song they used to sing? God's going to get you for that. No, my, that ain't my God. My God's not looking to get you. I, I know old time preacher, one of the, one of the most renowned preachers of, of olden days in the 13 colonies. He had a powerful sermon that he preached everywhere. Oh, how terrible it is for a sinner to be in the hands of an angry God. And he preached that everywhere. You could read his sermons and you couldn't hardly touch them. Fire was jump hell fire was jumping off the pages. Terrible thing to be in the hand of an angry God. Well, that ain't my God, folks. My God ain't mad at nobody. My God's in love with you. When you was a heathen, he is already in love with you. For God so loved the world that he gave, the world the heathen that he gave. He hadn't quit loving you, and he's not quit showing mercy, his kindness, nor his compassion. Can you say amen? When you don't deserve it, there's mercy. When you feel like you're unworthy, there's mercy. Hallelujah. Ain't that good, Jerry? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, blessed be God. I'll give you the sure mercies of David. Praise God. Come boldly under the throne of God. Come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Hallelujah. Who needs some mercy this morning? Stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If mercy heal my friend with an with a abscessed tooth, he'll heal you this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you need healing this morning, come on down to the front. <clears throat> Hallelujah. 
brought special miracles by the hands of Paul. Paul didn't do not one miracle. God's the one done them. Amen? Amen. Praise God. By the hands of Paul. Oh, yes. When we lay hands on this, this, this handkerchief, he said out of, out of his body flowed the miracle working power of God. This handkerchief's going to store up the life and nature of Almighty God this day. Oh, hallelujah. Y'all lay hands upon me. Hallelujah. Father, oh, yes. How God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul that from his body handkerchief and aprons were brought and disease departed and evil spirits left in Jesus' name. Now, Father, oh, yes, 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 yes. We know, we know that the power of God's being stored up there and it'll drive out any sickness in Jesus' mighty name according to your word. Oh, Father, I thank you. Oh, I thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Preacher, what we preach this morning, lay it on her. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, praise God. How many of you rather been here than the best hospital in town? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, tonight I'm going to be teaching on how to be led by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Clayton, won't you come and dismiss us?